0: You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This episode, The Cruise. My mother was determined to take us on this vacation, this cruise vacation, this carnival cruise vacation, and we'd never been on a cruise. I've only been on a boat a couple of times on the lake or in, in, in a bay, but I'd never been on this this giant cruise. And I wasn't crazy about it to, to begin with. One, because you have to fly to get there. And I hate flying. I'm completely petrified of flying. And, and when I do, I have to do it begrudgingly. And when I do, I have to be drugged or tranquilized or whatever just to get there. So the flight there, luckily, it was smoothly. And we had to fly to Tampa and. As I was saying, my mom, I think, really just wanted a nice thing for us because growing up, we grew up working class, working poor, and we didn't have a lot of vacations. And the vacations that we did take is what I qualify as like a working class vacation. And so this was her thing, and it was my last year in college, and it was the summertime, and it seemed like a great time to do it. So now we're getting off the plane in Tampa, and you have to get off the plane, and then you have to go across all these bridges and do all these things to then get to the dock where this giant boat is. And one thing I noticed is I'm looking around and there are these what I call cruise people, like cruise people who are like in this cult of cruise lines. And I know that they're cruise people because they know what they're doing. Like no one. This wasn't anyone's really. It didn't seem like their first time. They had all the gear on correctly. They all knew where they were going. They seemed very confident. They had all the proper paperwork that they needed. No one was confused. And it was like, it's kind of like being at a Trekkie convention. If you've never seen an episode of Star Trek, you're like, I really respect this, but it's a little strange. And so I just followed this pack as we went on this bridge to the pier. And then next thing you know, we're loading onto this cruise ship. And I said to myself, you know, don't worry. you know, this isn't going to be your favorite thing. You're not a big guy of being trapped, whether it's in a plane, in a tube above a cloud or being trapped in this larger tube on a boat in the middle of the ocean with a ton of people exchanging lots of, um, you know, contagions and things like that. But you know what? Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself and try to relax. And so for the first day, I did. For the first day, it was fantastic because we were close to shore. And the water wasn't as rough. And so I was, li- I-, I thought I had, you know, I would come to some sort of a, an epiphany. I was like, you know what, man, you're going to go on cruises all the time. This is your thing. So I'm running on the track. At the top of the ship, like you see in the commercials, I'm swimming in the pool in a body of water while I'm floating on a body of water. I'm enjoying the buffet and the weird, you know, music that they have to offer. But by the second day, I'm overhearing this conversation with someone else during dinner. And it's my brother, my mom and I and her best friend and and their kids. And we're sitting at dinner and I'm listening to this conversation about someone talking about Hurricane Katrina, which had already passed. But what I didn't realize, it wasn't that long ago. And I'm starting to realize now that the ocean is really rough because even though it's been a week, the ocean just doesn't go back to normal. It's still fucking choppy and the waves are crazy. So now this realization sets in that we're going out into this abyss of post-Hurricane Katrina Ocean. No wonder the tickets were so inexpensive. And at that very moment, I look at my brother because of the movement on the boat and he starts getting white in his face. I know he's going to be sick, so I help get him up, and we're walking down this shifting hallway of this giant vessel down to our cabin, and as we're passing people, I'm noticing, one, nobody else is sick, and everyone else has these patches on their neck or their arms. Didn't know what those were. Found out that that was called Dramamine, and that prevents you from getting nauseous. So we're walking down this this shifting hallway my brother is projectile vomiting all over the walls it's making me sick we get to our little cabin I start projectile vomiting and the cabin's this like dark room we at the bottom of the boat you can't see anything it's just the circle window that you look out and it's ocean just darkness and for 24 hours my brother and I are projectile vomiting all over the place literally on our deathbed we don't, even wait, we don't even go to sleep, but my mom comes to our cabin in the morning and is so determined to go on this excursion to Cozumel. So she pulls us from our rooms and encourages us to do it. And my brother and I are thinking, you know what? Let's do this because at least if we can get to land, we can at least feel some relief. So we get on this smaller boat with about 50 people. The boat starts taking off and it's even worse. We're going up and down on these waves, which are like roller coaster waves up and down like at Cedar Point. And now... I'm projectile vomiting, my brother's projectile vomiting, and I swear to God, the entire boat, everyone on the boat, all the tourists, they're vomiting. Everyone's got brown bags. The lady who's passing it out is laughing for some reason, and we're slowly getting close to shore on these choppy waves. The only person not sick is my mother, because she's like a German tank. We finally dock. And, I, and I'm crawling and I swear my brother and I are crawling off the boat onto the dock and onto the pier and we're and we're feeling the sunshine on our face and we're so happy to touch land. And we stand up and I'm almost blinded because my vision's so blurry. and I bump into this object, which ends up being this man, this native guy with a Mayan god Hawk costume on. His wings outstretched. And I swear to God, I thought I'd die. And I go, this is it. You're carrying me into the the, the hereafter. And he helps lift my brother and I up. And we turn around. He's got my brother under one one wing, me under the other wing. He turns us around. And someone with the Polaroid says, cheese. And this Polaroid, which was purchased by my mother, was blown up, framed, and put on the wall of her house and every time i come to visit the house and i look at this picture begrudgingly and i see my brother's face and my face pale white at the edge of death yet happy to be on land carrying barf bags in total turmoil only being cradled under the arms of a man in a costume it serves as a lesson for me for a, for a few things one don't ever go on a cruise ever it's just not worth it two If you're forced to go on a cruise, make sure you bring Dramamine or wear those patches because it's going to save you some trouble. And three, don't ever go on the ocean in any form, in any way after a hurricane. Because the only person or deity that seems that it can survive a hurricane is a Mayan god. For more 7-Minute Stories, go to erincalifato.net or subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening!